welcome to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media. This is the post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Remember, fans, whenever or before they drop the puck, before they throw first pitch, before we tip off, and before, or before they kick off, we bring to you the post, the pre-game show, and then the post-game show follows right afterwards. Now, let's get to your host, Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners studio. Great pass to Rocky. 
You would have to be here to believe it. We're getting back to that stuff in just a second here. But wow. Oh, oh, we're back. Oh, oh, we're back. So before I even say anything, let's continue with the special moment here as we open up the pregame, the postgame show of Flames and Penguins. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and welcome to a special edition of the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Calgary Flames pregame, uh, postgame show, excuse me, not pregame, postgame show. Stanley Cups, been a great friend and a great teammate over the 
once told me, I wish you more goals, more points, more games, and of course, more cups. Since coming to Pittsburgh in 2006, Evgeny has helped lead the Penguins to three Stanley Cups and has won numerous individual NHL awards, including the Conn Smythe Trophy in 2009. Earlier today, Gino's teammates, coaches, and hockey operations staff joined Penguins owners John and Linda Henry and Tom Werner from Fenway Sports Group in presenting Evgeny with personal gifts commemorating his 1,000th game. At this time, Sidney Crosby and Chris Letang have joined Gino and have a few additional gifts to present to him. A custom hand-forged silver hockey stick from Wendell August Forge. And a one-of-a-kind custom art mosaic comprised of 1,000 individual images. One image from every single one of its 1,000 games played. Ladies and gentlemen, in recognition of reaching the milestone of 1,000 games played, please join the National Hockey League and the entire Pittsburgh Penguins organization in congratulating number 71. Wow, what an ex what an, what a what a great uh day for Evgeny Malkin. This is the Flames and the Pittsburgh Penguins post game show. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome into the show. I would start us out with highlights, but we're gonna wait for those to be available. So why not get right down to the recap? And Evgeny Malkin gets one of these goals. It's the winner in overtime. Just, just how many games this guy has played with, as a Pittsburgh Penguin. As a member of the team that I have now grown to love because Canadian Sidney Crosby is on the team. Pens fans and those listening to the podcast as it drops. Once again, give it up for Evgeny Malkin. As you probably already heard there, I was going to probably let you know. But as you have now already heard, it is the post-game show for the Flames and the Penguins. 1,000th honor night. 1,000th NHL career game edition for Evgeny Malkin post-game show of the Penguins and the Flames. This is the this post-game show of Penguins and the Flames is dedicated to number 71, Evgeny Malkin. 
And throughout the show, we will do something we ne- we've never actually done on the post game show, and that is we will lo- relive some of Malkin's best moments as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. As usual, in our second segment and in our first, uh, well, not in our first segment because we're going to be waiting for that post-game reactions to be coming available as we speak at this time. We are going to recap this game. We're going to get the highlights going here in our first segment as part of our recap. But to kick us off with the recap, let's look at the game. It is Evgeny Malkin, 1,000th career NHL game night honor night at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And what better way to celebrate it than with his family, including his wife and his son, Nikita Malkin. You heard some Russian earlier in our opening of the show. Now, I apologize if our opening segment is long, but uh, just to get it out of the way, you heard the tribute video and the ceremony there during, I believe, the first intermission. Uh, Oh, actually, no, it was before the game because the game was scoreless. So you heard it before the game. Evgeny was honored and my goodness i mean give credit to number 71 with the game winning goal to send the penguins to nine seven and three and now fifth still fifth in the metropolitan division the penguins win two to one in a shootout Jan Rude gets his first goal of the game. Sorry, gets the first goal of the game in the first period. It's one nothing Penguins after 20 minutes. This goal came at two at two minutes and nine seconds. Rude his third goal as a Penguin. Jeff Carter and Danton Heinen on the assist. And as I bring up NHL dot uh, com. That was Carter's eighth, sorry, not .com, it's on the app here because I have my phone out. That was Carter's eighth assist of the season, Heinen his sixth. We're, we are tied after 40 minutes with Dylan Dubé getting his third goal, the get, getting his third of the season. Chris Tanev, his third assist of the season. And this man, Gilbert. Dennis Gilbert gets his first assist as a Calgary Flame and of the year on Dylan Dubé's first goal, or sorry, third goal of the season. And that tied it at 8 minutes and 37 seconds into the second period. Ruda at 2.09 in the first. Dubernay or Dylan Dubé at eighty at eight minutes and seven and thirty-seven seconds into the second period. Then 
this game goes to a shootout. And the first person to score for, or and the first person to shoot for the Penguins is none other than Ricard Raquel. And he blanks the goaltender for the pit for the Calgary Flames in Dan Valdar. Dan Valdar. Then Jonathan Huberdo, the former Carolina Hurricane, scores. We are tied at one apiece. Then the captain scores. And we are. And the Penguins have the lead. Two, two to one. Rasmus Anderson scores. We're tied at two. And the Penguins had four shooters. Three shooters came to the ice for the for the Calgary Flames. They missed one of those two shots they had. They were two and three. And Evgeny Malkin is the game-winning goal. Michael Backlund was saved. Gensel was saved as well. So the Penguins connect. Three times on four shot on four attempts, and of course Michael Backlin is the only person that was saved by Tristan Jari. Jake Gensel could not blank the goaltender Dan Dan Valdar. He was saved. He was blocked as well. But this was but this was a special one and you can see why. Afghani Malkin is the man of the hour here. Getting the win for getting the win for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Alrighty, how about we take a look at some of the penalties because there were penalties in this game. And let's just say this, the goaltenders were good. Tristan Jari and Dan Valder were good. They were so, they were good. The penalties in this game included, uh, let's see if I can get that up here. The first period, Brian Russ goes at two minutes or for two for holding at twelve thirteen to go in the first period. Noah Hannafin went for high sticking at thirteen oh one. And Weger, Mackenzie Weger went at went for cross checking at seventeen fifty seven in the first period. Sidney Crosby goes for slashing at one minute and fifty one and fifty five seconds into the 
in the second period. And then the man of the hour gets a tripping penalty for two minutes at 13.21 in the third period. And then the kind of woulda, shoulda winning opportunity for the Penguins. Eric Lindholm goes at 2 minutes and 48 seconds into the overtime period for hooking. But the Penguins can't connect. And neither could the... Sorry, that's Danielle Valdere, not Dan Valdere. Anyways, the Penguins could not convert on the power play. Both teams were 0 for 3 on the power play. The Penguins won 32 of the faceoffs that the Calgary Flames won 27 of for a percentage of 45.8% to the Flames and 54.2% were won by the Penguins. The Penguins were out hit by the Flames 42 to 38, but they shot, but they and they didn't quite outshoot the Flames, having 39, having 39 shots to the 34 attempted by the attempted by the by the Flames. Tristan Jari had 34 saves or 34 shots, but 33 saves in the game with the one goal allowed. Daniel Baldar had 39 shots and made 38 saves. And wow, I mean, if there's anyone that's going to have the GWG, give it to, get, give it to Gino. Give it to Evgeny Malkin. Give it to Malkin. Just just straight up give it to Malkin. All right, everybody. We got some post-game reactions to get to. We will get to those in our second segment. But as we are wrapping up our first segment, let's see if we have highlights from tonight's game. And we will wrap up the show's first segment with that happening. Let's see if we have any highlights here. From tonight's contest. We do not have any highlights yet from tonight's Penguins and Flames. Showdown. That's okay. We will get to highlights in our second segment, but I will end off our first segment with. Wow, wasn't that a game to watch? Especially if you're Evgeny Malkin? Like, wow. What a what a day to be a Penguins fan if especially if you're Evgeny Malkin. We will have highlights, which are not a part of our first segment this time around, but we will have highlights 
from that game. Oh, hang on a second. We do have the highlights here. They're from... We do have highlights here. So let's get those highlights out. Barring any ads, let it, let's get to the highlights from tonight's hockey game in the in the berg if you are watching things live on youtube please please enjoy those shows we are here to talk about the penguins winning over the calgary flames and they do so on a very special night for number 71. So here you go. Barring ads, which we are going to let run as we are getting set to bring you highlights of the show. This is an hour show because we will hear every word that the coaches have to say, that the players have to say. And we will hear also the full highlights as well as we do i will not give you the player of the match that we did in our qatar coverage but we will do player of the game game pucks of the game the shake of the game and the three stars okay Alrighty, fans here we go enjoy i'll talk to you after highlights Okay, we're running into a little bit of uh, pause here. So while we are paused, I will go through, or I'll give you some of my thoughts on the game. A good day for Evgeny Malkin. The team wins, and it's a 1,000 career uh, celebration for him and his family. Hopefully, they enjoyed their night, even if the Penguins didn't win this hockey game. I'm glad they did. I know, Calgary Flame fans, you probably aren't as happy that the Penguins beat the Flames. But listen, when we do the shake of the game and the player of the game, We'll give love to both teams, and we'll give love to both teams as well for game pucks. So, okay, so it seems like we should be good to go here, so let's get back to highlights. Chance again, Holden gets in front, looking for Crosby. 
Boy, what a road trip Sidney Crosby had with all those multiple point games. And just can't quite reach that. But I like to look from Bluger. He looked one way and shuffled it back the other. Back of stick, Malkin. Break. Not sure what's going on here. So we're going to let it play. But let's see if we get a little bit better as we go through highlights here. I'm going to start the highlights again. So I apologize if you're hearing anything else or if you're hearing anything before that you've already heard. But let's see how we fare. We have the uh, post-game show of the we have the post-game show of the Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets coming up after we get out of here with this show. So make sure you stay tuned for that if you're a Raptors fan. center, Andrew Montepati coming off a career year, but it's been a struggle for him this season, number 88 for Calgary. Skated in by Carter, drops it up to Jan Ruda, he's got a chance, he scores! Ruda, Jan Ruda scores! Just two minutes in, the Penguins with a one nothing lead. You see a player score on a clean shot, a wrist shot from that spot. I know it's a good spot in the middle of the ice, but NHL goaltenders are tough to beat. I don't know if that hit a stick or not. Amagiapani as he reaches in. Nope, not at all. He just absolutely whistled a wrist shot by Vladar. He's, he wants to continue writing that story. He's got the silver stick now. That is the traditional gift. Here's a chance again. Holden gets in front looking for Crosby. Boy, what a road trip Sidney Crosby had with all those multiple point games. And just can't quite reach that. But I like to look from Bluger. He looked one way and shuffled it back the other. Back of stick. Malkin breaks up that pass. Cuts towards the net. Tries to feed. Hit the side of the goal. He's got it back. The pass for Rust. He scores. Brian Rust. Malkin comes off the bench. Uses that long reach and anticipation. He tried to feed it out once. It didn't get there. Bladar used a stick. But then he found Rust. And Rust was able to score on Bladar. Those plays from behind the net where the goaltender is deep in his crease. Those are great plays. We've seen a lot of goals scored that way. And if the play was offside now they're going to check for uh -oh. an offside here. Puck is out. Now it's in. And where's Rust? He's down low here. There, sorry, Zucker, 16. Not Rust. The left-handed Zucker. Look to be off. After the coach's challenge, it was determined the play was offside. We have no goal. Yeah, that was way offside. Flames on the attack in the Penguin zone. Here's the key to Zadora. Snaps that one up high. Held in the zone by Mackenzie Weaver. Redirect by Tafoli. Clangs off the iron. Off the iron. Nice play off the face of Zucker. The chance for shots not made by Bladar. We've seen that play before. Almost worked to perfection for the Penguins. A lot of them. This is a set one that Zucker denied by Bladar. Went the longest scores. They do a great job. That's yeah. the traditional gift. 
for players to get to that 1,000 game plateau. Second period is underway. The lone goal from Jan Ruda. As you said earlier, he played his first NHL game in this building, March 16, 2021, with the Boston Bruins. It was spectacular. Crosby to the net, robbed by Vladar. Crosby back in front of the cow, and what a stop by Dan Vladar. Are you kidding me? Like that, you got to be good, yeah. But you got to be lucky, and he had his glove in the right position. And Raquel is going to put it right into that trapper. Petrie stumbling. He's going to fire it forward from again. Two on two rushes. Luger at the front of the net. Redirect save made by Vladar. And looking for the shorthanded goal and have been so much better on the PK, especially with that guy back in the lineup. Easy Kadri. Kadri to sneak one in on Jari. Well, to the post. Two and a half plus now here for the Penguins defender. Going to use a clear right there. Here's Tana. Tana just shot the bucket in. They score. And the Flames have tied the game. Just too much pressure. Penguins could not get that change. We'll tie it up at one. 46 second shift. The average shift is about 50 seconds. So he can't even move, and he's right in front of the puck deflector right there. See that puck bounces off the ice and by Christian Jari. On his resume, he's got five points in seven career games against the black and gold. We're tied up at one. Brian Rust is charging in with the stump attempt, and that has been dislodged on that move from Rust. On that move from Rust. Ender Vladar in the mask with a backhand, and this one he takes it right to the top of the blue paint. Now, this has been pretty workmanlike for Calgary in the second period. It's kind of an impressive period that they're playing, but a bad change. That's for McGinn, and on goal, save made by Vladar. Again, looking for his sixth goal in the last eight games. With scurry ahead now into the attacking zone. It's Latang. Rich shot is caught by Vladar. Spears that with the left hand. Some of them you can tell, like the hair, righty, lefty, but when they're all wearing 71. Oh, it's what a great night. What a great night. That's the stick of Kadri, right to Dube. Dube. Gets it into traffic. Love down by McGinn. Lead pass. Carter. They have a breakaway. He's by the defense. Carter in. Save made and two stops from Vladar. Into this last period. This McGinn corrals that puck with his glove. And Carter with his glove as well. Tries to go. Got it. Malkin. Tries a pass. Blocked by Hannafin. Now they joust for it. Deflected away from Hannafin. Here's Rust. Rust for Zucker. And denied by Vladar. A scrambling save, another chance for Jason Zucker tonight. From his troops. Oh, I see uh, Zucker put his stick down on Anders. Very slow start for him. Did get the goal last month against the Penguins. It was his first in a Flames uniform. Penguins off his turnover. Chance for Raquel. He's denied. Vladar has lost the mask. Vladar headed into the crowd, and there he stops Raquel. That one, and then he flings his mask off. And here he comes with Zucker and Ross the dropper. Ross the tamper. Shots he made by Vladar. As far as Vladar comes out to cut that angle down. Boy, a lot of faith in his team. Oh, oh it crashes the crease and Vladar keeps it out. Out of the round in the direction of Gensel. Gensel has to do with Tafoli. Hoover, a great pass and a chance. Jari comes out of the crease to make the stop. And a 1-1 game. Lindholm.
with a great opportunity. Beautiful. Bunch of fine to the line. They hold by Pedersen. Here's Gensel. Over to Raquel. Wrist off the post. All right. All right, here we go. We're getting to the we're getting to the nitty gritty. Here we go. This is overtime as we continue with highlights here. And my goodness, let me just say again, the goaltenders were really good today. Tonight, they were really good. All right. Let's go. Overtime. One against Boston, Calgary is one and two their victory team against the Carolina Hurricanes. Maybe a quick chance early for Lindholm. He breaks in. Lindholm fires, missed the net with pressure from Crosby. Surveys the scene. Crosby holding. He drew the penalty. Got it to the front. Gets with the chance. Denied. Second try. And keeping it out. Pladar getting over to the line is Latang. Eight seconds to go in overtime. Pladar getting over to the line is Latang. Eight seconds to go in overtime. In front, tipped across, Mulligan off the side of the goal. Back in front, off the stick of Gensel, now it's Peter with the shot, that's denied. And overtime will come to an end. Raquel against Dan Vladar, taking it wide, slowing it down. Raquel makes no mistake. To the front of the net, coming off the wall, and Vladar 39% in his career. He skates in, he scores. Shaking his head, but he's going against one of the game's greatest. And what a shot that was. Jari makes the save. The Penguins are victorious against the Calgary Blades. Anderson with speed in on goal. He scores. Open up the wickets. It's just going to go up at the last second. It's going to go right underneath it. Gensel, six for 17 in his career. For the victory, in on goal. Stop made by Ladar. We are going to a fourth round tonight. Backlund swings wide. Dances right in. Backlund denied by Tristan Jari. Good book finish. Yeah, he ends up putting his stick in the crowd there. Good way to end it for Evgeny Malkin. Like, my goodness. Have you ever met a player such as Evgeny Malkin? Now, I know we were experiencing a little bit of technical difficulties with the highlights. But that's okay. Um, it's the post-game show right now on the radio network of the Penguins. So it's Penguins Live. So there are a lot of interviews that are going on. 
right now. We will touch on them in the second segment. Courtesy, or sorry, we will touch on them in the second segment. Where we can find them. But coming up in our second segment, it's the three stars of tonight's contest. Followed by the shake of the game. And in our third and final segment. We do the player of the game. Game puck. Of the game. And look ahead to what's coming up. And spoiler alert for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's a back to back. But boy is ever is it ever going to be a fun one. <laughs> we will be back actually after. The back-to-back is over to recap both of those games. But we won't do a shake of the game for the Flyers and the Penguins. We will, however, do it for the Maple Leafs and the... Oh, wow, I'm really spoiling it for you now. We'll do a shake of the game for the Maple Leafs and the Penguins in their final game of... Sorry, their final meet of the year for the Penguins and the Toronto Maple Leaf. You could expect maybe our our co-host, Thomas McGregor and Ali Musa will probably join me for this, or we may have a fan join us for this post-game show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. As we will recap, the Bills, sorry, not the Bills, I keep saying Bills here. Uh, We will recap. The Maple Leafs and the Penguins. We continue in just a few moments. Three stars. And of course, our shake of the game and more recap on the Penguins and the Flames. 1,000 career game for Evgeny Malkin edition continues in just a moment. Stay with us. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map with me, Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place, and that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, 
or driving to the school to learn something new in life, make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify, and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome back into our Sports for Beginners studios. This is the post the post-game show honoring Evgeny Malkin, who we will hear from in a few moments. We will also hear from Don Con Hyman. But we're going to start with the head coaches in Daryl Sutter and Mike Sullivan. We will hear from some of the players afterwards, but before we can get to them, we are going to get we are going to kick off our three stars and shake of the game segment with the coaches. But before we do, let's find out who those three stars were. In the Penguins, shootout win. Just to remind everybody, I, I'm sorry I mentioned Malkin's goal was in a shootout. It was not in overtime. So just uh, 
quick little refresher there. It was not in overtime. It was in the shootout. And therefore, there actually is no GWG goal for this recap. Anyways, the three stars for tonight's hockey game, ending on November 23rd, 2022, is the first star is the goaltender for the Calgary Flames. Or sorry, the third star of the game is goaltender for the Calgary Flames. Dan Falder, 38 saves, uh, one goal given up, save percentage of .974, and we have, and he, and his number is, give me a second here, for to figure that out. That again is our third star of the game. The Calgary goaltender, Dan Falder. Daniel Falder. Number 80. Daniel Falder. Dan Falder. However you want to say it. He made 38 saves on 39 shots, one goal given up, save percentage of 974, 0.974. Tristan Jari, your your goaltender number 30, number 35, is your second star for the Pittsburgh, and it's from the Pittsburgh Penguins. He faced 34 shots and made 33 saves, giving up one goal. For a save percentage of 0.971, and your first star of the hockey game is number 71, Evgeny Malkin. No goals, no assists, no plus minus. He did go to the box for two minutes in the penalty box but was on the ice for 22 minutes and one second and he again had the goal that we were looking at as i mentioned we're going to do something we've never done on this show and that is look back at some of malkin's memorable moments as a member of the pittsburgh penguins organization but before we do that, as mentioned, we are going to do the shake of the game in our second segment. But before we do that, we're going to hear from Malkin himself. We're going to hear from Heinen. We're going to hear from players on Calgary's side. But let's start out with the head coaches themselves. So, kicking us off is Mike, is head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mike Sullivan. Coach, talk about uh, Rada a little bit. It seems like you guys have really gotten your money's worth out of him and then some. Yeah, he's uh, he's just a steady, solid, stay-at-home guy. He defends really well. Um, you know, for a guy that, that's as big as he is, he's a pretty mobile guy as well. He's got a good stick. He helps us on the penalty kill. 
I think he makes us a little stiffer in front of our net. Um, you know, and I believe he's got three goals this year. He's helping us offensively. You know, he's he's been doing a real good job getting pucks through from the blue line. He's joining the rush when he has the opportunity. Uh, but but he's really a, he's he's really just a solid stay at home defenseman. But he's the fact that he's chipped in offensively uh, with three goals in the first 20 games, I think, is huge for us. Uh, certainly, it should give him a big boost of confidence, but he's been a big part of uh, of that group back there. Uh, Mike, Evgeny comes through with the shootout goal on the night he gets honored. Um, this morning, you lauded him for the effort, the work he puts in off the ice to be who he is, but there's a lot of guys in this league who work hard but don't get that result or produce moments like that. What allows him to be in that top tier beyond just you know working hard and putting the effort in behind the scenes? Well, I, I think he's, number one, he's uh, he's ultra-talented. But the other aspect of it is, is the stage isn't too big for him. You know, he he plays his best when the stakes are high. He's been on, uh, he's been, you know, on the big stage an awful lot in his career. He's won three Stanley Cups, and you know, he has the ability to elevate his game when the stakes are high. And uh, and I think that's that's where players build their legacies. Uh, the best players. Uh, in the game are guys that have the ability to elevate their game when the stakes are high. And uh, and Gino, he's not afraid of it. He gets excited about it. And and for me, that that's what separates him and some of our other guys from from others. But he's a generational talent. Um, he's ultra competitive. It couldn't have, it couldn't have been a more fitting ending for his thousand you know for his thousand game celebration tonight that he gets the shootout goal to win the game. You can take me through your decision-making process um, as to who you would have out there for the shootout. And secondly, Michael, what was your your thoughts or your emotions as Geno's going down the rink there? So I don't usually watch the guys when, they, uh, when they're going down. I watch it when I go back to my office after the fact on video. I just listen to the crowd. I, I've always been like that since I've been the coach of the Penguins. So um, I didn't really get a chance to see him live. But as far as the decision-making process, you know, we, we have the numbers on our guys as far as what their, you know, what their body of work is in shootouts, um, you know, career-wise, last three years, last season. Um, and, and we start there, but, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a gut feeling for a coach and who, who we think is playing well. And if somebody's feeling it on a given night, we might. You know, we might go off the grid a little bit. So the the stats are one thing; they're they're part of the decision making process, but they're certainly not all of it. Um, and uh, you know, I I thought Gino had a real strong game, and um, historically he's been very good at the at the shootout. Uh, he hasn't had many in the last couple seasons, but um, but certainly I felt like tonight he was he was a guy that we felt had a had a real good chance to score. Mike. Like, obviously, there were some puck management issues earlier in the season that you weren't real happy about. you feel like in the last week or so, this team's really starting to play the way you want it to in that regard? Well, I think I definitely think we're making progress in that area. You know, I, I think that's always going to be uh, that's always going to be a, a, an ongoing conversation with our group. Um, and part of it is, is be, I think, just the DNA of the group. You know, we, we have guys that uh, that really want to make plays. And uh, sometimes there there are no plays to be made, and that that's where we've got to make good decisions with the puck, 
You know, I thought in the first and the third period we did a really good job in that capacity. We got away from it a little bit in the second period. We we weren't making hard plays, but you know, between the blue lines, we made some lateral plays that that weren't there, and as a result, we're playing we're playing three quarters of the rink, the wrong three quarters, and uh, it robs us of the ability, I think, to establish the game we want to play. Um, you know, we had that discussion in between periods between the second and the third, and I thought the guys responded uh, with a terrific third period, and we were able to establish the game we wanted to play. We had a number of great scoring chances in the third. We're, we have a very capable group, and I think when we uh, when we take what the game gives us out there, we we mitigate some of the risk in our game. I think it makes us a whole lot more difficult to play against, and, and I think that has to be a consistent aspect of the identity of this group. And if we do that, I believe this team can compete with any team in the league. Mike, you had two five-on-four power play opportunities in regulation, at least, you know, parts of two. Uh, with the with the new lot you know, deployment with uh, Jeff and, and Chris on there, just what did you see with that group in the early stages here? So we only had one full power play. We had a partial one. Uh, I, I thought I thought uh, the full power play we got, you know, I, I thought we did a real good job just as far as shooting the puck, getting pucks down to the net, and trying to create some opportunities off of it. Um, so I, you know, we we haven't had an opportunity to get a lot of reps both in games or in practice, but I thought in that particular power play, uh, you know, they had some pretty good looks at the net, and it started with just establishing a shot. And and if we can we can think more of uh, of just shooting the puck and, and converging, I, I believe our guys will create off of that. If the, if the initial shot doesn't go in the net, um, you know, we got some of the best guys in the league down by the net. I don't think there are two better players in the league than Sid, Sid and Jake in and around the blue paint and their ability to create off of off of a rebound and and so um I, I thought we saw some of that tonight in that power play there is head coach mike sullivan we're going to get to the man of the hour in just a second and we also have some calgary flames to hear from and of course as i mentioned we have the former boston bruin don ton heinen to hear from in just a second but before we do that Let's hear from the other side of the ice. So here is Daryl Sutter after the game. Spoiler alert. He do, he was proud of the way the team performed despite the loss. Uh, what was your assessment of, of that one? Really good effort. Player players, proud of them. Yeah, uh, bloody couple blocks there too. I think Tanny and Z helps out big feet. <laughs> How about uh, Pizarro? Yeah, but it's got to make saves. That's what backup goalie's got to do is come in, and try and steal you a game. He got us one. Like a couple of real good shifts, hard working shifts that, that eventually led to your game time. Yeah, I think the second period we were, had a real big effort trying to forecheck, get bucks back, did a really good job. You, you knew they were going to be fired up after the ceremonial. They were, it's tough rink. I've been coming here a long time. Right? Tough to win in Pittsburgh, tough to get points. Tough to be a team that holds a Hall of Famer as their fourth shooter. Yeah, but you know what? That's a little bit of 
That's the best part about our game. Honesty of the game, right? Okay. We have a night for him. He's the guy who ends up winning it for him. So good for him. Their centerman gave our centerman a couple of them had a rough night on our side. The hockey fan you does see the beauty of what happened tonight at the end. Oh, it's awesome to see them guys, right? You don't get, you know, and don't play them very often. You get to see them guys like that are special players. That's a way to that's a way to show the end of the press conference there. So, wow. All right. So, with that said, we are going to go to one of the first players we are going to hear from on the Calgary Flames side. That is Nikita. Zadorov, Zadorov. He will be the first person that we hear from. But before we do, let's hear. We're gonna hear from Dantan Heinen to clear to clean us up after we do the shake of the game. But let's hear before we get to the shake of the game and get to Zadorov and. And the other guys left for the Calgary Flames. Let's hear from the man himself, the man of the hour, Evgeny Malkin. What was going through your mind as you were taking it all in with your wife and next to you? Uh, I think it's like uh, amazing life. I mean, it's like... Uh... I'm exciting. I'm like so nervous, and but again, like lots of special moments in my uh, in my life, and like I have lots of friends. Like you know, it's like I play like with uh, lots of guys. You know, amazing guys. They support me. They like really like. I moved like to America like 17 years ago, and like I have so many good friends here. You know, it's like amazing. We still like uh, talk to each other. You know, we still friends. It's like. Again, amazing night for me, for my family. It's like uh, thank you to like my teammates, like my uh, like uh, special like uh, Pittsburgh organization. Like they give me like special night, and special gifts, you know, before before game and like I, like no words for like this night. It's amazing. How did you see It's again, it's a surprise, you know. It's last three days. I only I'm crying every day, you know, like because like. Team give me so much surprise, you know, like uh, my wife and my son come to Chicago, you know, before game, I have no idea. And guys come to <laughs> tonight, I have no idea too, you know, it's lots of good things, like, and uh, I'm exciting, like, and like, again, like, we win the last two games, it's special too for me, like, uh, it's more important to win for sure. How do you think everyone looks in your jersey and warm-ups? Like oh, I love it, like, and... Uh, Again, like uh, lots of surprises. Like uh, start from Chicago, like uh, and continue tonight. And like uh, I'm like I mean like it's again like it's so much memories for my family. I like see my parents and uh, before game like they give me good words and all. It's like I'm a little bit nervous, but it's still like almost crying. But again, like it's uh, 
it's over. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone, and now like I focus my game like and uh, uh, be better. Yeah, I do want to ask about the fans. Though, you said like your first game ever. You remember that? You know how they cheered for you, and you know, were so happy that you were playing. I mean, for them to, what was it like to kind of have that response from them tonight? Oh, they. I think they're crazy when I took like penalty. Like they like crazy i mean like because i still remember my name I, it's, uh, it's more important after 17 years and like it's uh again like uh we played for fans for sure every night you know we once like they they buy tickets and they was happy you know they like come to like watch nice game like we they know we like work hard every night and they know we like we try like win every night you know it's uh, again we play for them you know and like tonight they like again sharing my name it's like uh crazy Kenny, when you first came here, you ever envision being in one city, one team for 16, 17 years, still be a, a guy who can be a difference maker at this stage of your career, maybe in 20 years, whatever? Um, of course, no, it's like hard to say, like, well, I want to stay in one city like 17 years because, like, it's like I have good things and bad things. Like, it's not always perfect, you know. Like, and I, I tell you true, like, I, I have my, in my head, like, sometimes, oh, maybe I change team, you know, like, I have this uh, thinking. But again, like it's uh, crazy, stay same team, same city, you know, like, and I have injury too, like, you know, and like it's not perfect, but it's again, I'm happy today, you know, it's like, and uh, I feel so much better, you know, it's like team play unbelievable, like, and like again, like no injury, like I'm glad, like, uh, stay healthy and like uh, help the team to win. Kenny, when did you decide on the backhand move for the shootout? Uh, before I think I uh, before like when again shooting like and not score I think oh maybe like fake it and like use my backhand you know because he's big you know and I think he's like uh, looking to like uh, the shot you know and I try like fake it a little bit and like my backhand is not perfect like you know it's a big I have big curve but I say like uh, why not like I need like uh, use fake shot to us and like it's working I like it. It's working. I like it. All right. Donton Heinen coming up in just a second, as well as our players that we're going to hear from on the Calgary Flames side. But before we get to that, y'all, everyone knows what time it is as we do our second segment. We all know what time it is. Yep. It's that time. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel, and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. It's time for the shake of the game. As I mentioned, we are going to get to Zadorov. We are going to get to Danton Heinen. We are going to get to 
the players left to hear from on the Calgary Flames side. We are going to get to them. But before we do that, let's give out the shake of the game. And today, the shake of the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins is going to go to the man of the hour we just heard from, Evgeny Malkin. As I would mentioned already, he did not have any goals in the game, but he did have the game winner in the shootout. And he did not have any assists in this game. No plus minus. Three shots on goal for Malkin. Two penalty minutes. Two hits. No blocks. On the ice for 22 minutes and one second. And he had three giveaways and one takeaway. For the Calgary Flames. The shake of the game is going to go to Dylan Dubay. One goal in the game, no assists, no plus minus, two shots on goal, no penalty minutes, three hits, no blocks on the ice for twelve minute for twelve minutes and forty four seconds. And four sorry, forty one seconds. No giveaways and no takeaways for Dylan Dubay. We probably might hear from D Dylan. But there you go. There you have it. There is the shake of the game. The player of the game and game puck. And moments of Evgeny Malkin are coming up in our third segment before we wrap up with the look ahead. We'll look at some of Malkin's, Malkin's moments. But before we do... We got some we got some more to get to. We got some more stuff to get to. So let's hear from Nikita Zadorov of the Calgary Flames. And Danton Heinlein will wrap up our second segment in post-game hearing. After we hear from the following later that are coming up after Zadorov. So here is. From the Calgary Flames, Nikita Zadorov. He uh, had some close of it, but you get the point. I feel like you're in a position to maybe do more. Well, I mean, uh, we uh, kind of came a little flat on the first period. You know, I think they had a better step than us at the start. We were um, just one step behind. Did I have our legs under us? Maybe that ceremony at the start kind of screw us up a little bit. But uh, then second period, we... Start playing our game, generate a lot of chances. There were our forwards were right on their D. We had a great gaps, you know, so that that was our game definitely. Third one was just the two good hockey teams playing kind of playoff hockey. So the couple goalies made a couple of big saves from both sides. Uh, and I mean, uh, overtime a shootout. It's uh, I mean, it's a kill game, you know. I feel like uh, we got to give credit to Vladi today. He was phenomenal for us. So I think that's uh, that's the <laughs> that's a good. Uh, we take that one point. You know, now it's we have two games left. Um, um, our goal is to get four points out of those two games. Much 
Yeah, I mean, I was just in the big guy in the right lane, and the puck hits me. Not like I'm throwing myself up there, you know. So it's definitely. I mean, uh, we know they were shooting power play. You know, we need to eat some pucks over there to keep it out of the net. So um, Danny has been doing that for years. You know, I'm not so. So I gotta. I'm learning from him too. You still enjoy those moments. I mean, you talked about two good teams kind of going at it there in the third. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a 1-1 hockey game. It's a playoff hockey. I feel like today was uh, the crowd was going. It was great atmosphere to play hockey. It was enjoyable for me, definitely. So, ooh, for sure, I take the... Uh, it's fun. It is fun, definitely. Obviously, you'd like a different outcome, but see Malkin's kind of special night and that, like, was it sort of poetic in a way? Well, I just didn't like you throw the stick on the stands. That's the one thing I didn't like. <laughs> And there you go. There is <clears throat> Nikita Zadorov. Here con here is du Dylan Dubé. We mentioned him earlier. He is next. And also or and coming up. We've got another we've got two more guys to get to. But here is the man himself with the goal that tied the game in the second period. Dylan Dubé. Here we go. Your thoughts, it was obviously a very tight game, very close game when you played Tom Dwyer. What did you think performance? I think they came out, had a really good first period. Uh, we fell back in the second, third. Uh, it was a tight game. Good team, but uh, body had a Unbelievable game, too. It's good to see that for him. Yeah, this big Yeah, I did. He was awesome. Um, he made a lot of big saves for us to be in that game. And, um, you know, he battled hard. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're a team that plays the right way. They play hard. Um, they came with a good first, and we played the the way we needed to. In the second period, the third third period was a hard-working game by both teams, and that's the way it you know, finished in a shootout. Um, both teams battled to, to the last uh, you know, last shot there. He's a he's a competitor. He, I, uh, he would would have wanted to have a shutout shutout tonight, but with all the saves uh, saves that he had to make and and how good he was, it was an incredible night by him. He was first star for sure. How does the group sort of as the game goes on, and big save after big save, how do you feel the group kind of start to rally? Yeah, because uh, we needed a better start to the second period. We knew they were going to come out playing really well, and um, it gives you momentum, and, and you, know, you got to battle when the the guy in the net's battling that hard. Vladdy's working that hard. It gives us a lot of uh, you know, motivation to be better for him. There you go. There is Dylan Dubé. 
Alrighty, before we get to our final two men, which are Nazim Kadri, and of course we will have a final flame to hear from. Let's hear from the Pittsburgh Penguins, from Danton Heinen. Here he is. I mean, he's unbelievable. He's still, uh, you know, he still amazes you out there. He's just the way he controls the puck and so big, so strong, and so skilled. And that's a, it's kind of a rare package. And um, so, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to play with him and, and watch him from, uh, from up close and, and learn from him. So uh, I was happy for him tonight. Yeah, what's happening on the bench when Gina lines up to take that shot? Oh, everybody's just... Did you know? Yeah. What do you, what do you, oh yeah, yeah. You had a feeling, you know. It's kind of, kind of a script. There, it was meant to be. So, um, yeah, a guy that you know wants wants to fuck on a stick in those moments, and um, you saw what he did. So it was awesome. What was it like seeing him give someone early Christmas gift? Yeah, yeah. The first time only got over, and then uh, zero. That was that was pretty cool. It's good. It's good souvenir. And uh, since Brock began joining the line with you and, and Jeff, you guys have had a lot of chances. What are you guys finding? Like, what, what's the the spark? What's you know? What's, what have you, have you done right? Yeah, I think I don't know. We kind of we kind of try to keep it simple. Um, you know, um, you know, listen to listen to cards and do the straight line guys and kind of get pucks in and um, play straight lines and not not be too too risky and um, you know be simple and, and kind of support each other and get our chances when we can and um you know again has been able to put a few in and um yeah hopefully we can keep getting a few looks and, and keep going. tight defensive game is this the type of game you guys would have maybe had a different outcome during that skid earlier in the early in the month 17 are you guys playing differently now compared to yeah i think maybe i think maybe i think um you know like you said it's tight and um you know you can't kind of take risks and then get away from your game you gotta stick 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 with stick with your game and kind of take your chances when they come and, and, and stay structured and um i think we did that well tonight i think we did that well tonight okay there he is don ton heinen now who got the bold penguin of the game well did Gino, did, did Evgeny Malkin keep it? Not, not according to this. We will get to that in the, we'll get to that when we wrap up our, our show. But to wrap up our first segment of the show, let's hear from the final. Calgary Flames, we have to hear to wrap up our second segment, not our first segment, our second segment of the show a reminder that moments from Malkin's career as a penguin are coming up in our third segment as well as the player of the game game puck and then in our final segment after our moments that we look back at Evgeny Malkin in his Pittsburgh Penguins career. We'll do our look ahead to wrap up the show. Here is Nazem Kadri. Uh, just talk to me about it. Obviously, there's 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, they wanted to play hard. Us, you know, a little. Okay, we've got a little bit of a pause here. Let's celebration. Let's start that again to see if we get better news from Nazem Kadri. But once again, here he is, Nazem Kadri. One of our final flames to hear from on the Calgary Flames side of the ice. Yeah, certainly. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, they wanted to play hard. Us, you know, a little celebration before the game. So, tell they came out hard, and uh, it was a hard-fought game. It was pretty tight, some chances, but uh, for the most part, goalies played great, and uh, it was good hockey. Maybe from your vantage point, uh, the night of Dan Blore and what he gave. Mm-hmm. Everything. Uh, stable. Um, he's always a guy we can count on. You know, our, our uh, holy tandems, you know, one of the best in the league for a reason. And that, Vladdy shows up and he battles and, uh, you know, he puts the work in. Somebody's been in this league for a long time. I'm assuming, you know, it's early, lost points, but gained a point on a pretty special night for hockey. Is that not lost on you? Yeah, of course, it's always, uh, you know, you, you uh, understand the guys that play before you and, and what they contribute to the game, and uh, you got to respect everything that they do. And, um, you know, obviously Geno's had a had a hell of a career, and he's been a superstar for a long time, so I'm happy we were able to see it. Uh, you know, probably ended pretty well for him. Um, you know, but it was, uh, it was a good hockey game. There it is. Good hockey game from Nazem Kadri. Okay, coming up. Here comes the goaltender, Dan Villar. Daniel Villar. Here he is. As we wrap up segment two of this show. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's my job, right? Like, when I get a call, I just got to perform the best as, as I can. But, you know, uh, kind of tough game, right? Close game, tight. They didn't get the outcome, but, you know, so I think a good point. You're happy with what you played, obviously, after not starting since the 10th? I mean, happy. Like, it's that's a tough word to say, right? Like, we didn't win. Like, I would rather win 8-7, you know. Yeah, maybe just to you know, kind of describe the night, some emotions, obviously this building is loud, and just kind of, you know, how you kind of fit into the flow of the game. Uh, I mean, it's, it, wasn't, it wasn't the best when you have the AMS ceremony, but uh, obviously, you know, what a great player and uh, good for him, and it's a pleasure to play against him. But, uh, you know, it wasn't the, the, the greatest for me. I didn't play almost for two weeks, and then I'm sitting some minutes on a bench, right? But it's kind of hard to get into it, and second shot goes in. But at the same time, I think the guys battled. Like, they were doing a great job in front of me. They were clearing all the rebounds, and they were just uh, helping me out. They were boxing out guys really well, so I think that, that helped a lot, too. Getting some help. Those guys were throwing themselves in front of pucks as well, right? A lot of block shots. You, yeah. you appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you saw the overtime, they probably had like 10, 10 shots and they blocked nine of them, you know. So, heads off to the, to, to the guys. And I think that we showed that we are on the right track and they've been playing, uh, that we've been playing good hockey so far on, on this road trip. How would you describe that moment in the shootout that they, they spent all night honoring Malkin and 
everyone's chanting his name. How, what was that kind of scene like? I mean, I thought I had him. You know, I don't know if it hit my pad or my golf and just you know went over him on top shelf. But I, I gotta watch it. Obviously, good for him. But you know, he could he could have saved that one for next game. <laughs> Is it, it takes time for you to maybe stand back. You know, Daryl said he said he appreciated the moment because pretty special moment. It's not great for you though. It'll take a little while for you to yeah. understand. That was pretty cool to be part of. No, obviously I said that before. You know what a player, and I obviously grew up watching. And you know, Czech and Russia was always a big rivalry. You know, so he was always the guy that uh, was well known. You know, and uh, what a just career he's having. And uh, it's a pleasure to just be sharing the ice with him and all the other guys. But you know, at the same time, you know, we, if you play against those guys, you're gonna beat them because you know uh, it's uh, it's uh, one of those can be one of those stories that you you can tell your grand, uh, grandkids one day. One of those stories you could tell your grandkids one day. Alrighty, everybody. We'll be back with moments of Evgeny Malkin's career, player of the game, and host and our game puck in our third segment. And then in our final segment, which will be recorded as part of our big, big, uh, show that is uh, on here. We are going to look ahead at what's coming up for the Calgary Flames and the Pittsburgh Penguins. It continues on Evgeny Malkin Appreciation Night from PPG Paints Arena in just a moment. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place, and that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's worst enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast and join me
your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the ice and behind the benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor, because it's time now to recap our, sorry, finish our post-game show of the Calgary Flames and the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's the Evgeny Malkin Tribute 1000 Game Show, post-game show edition of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We've done our shake of the game. We are going to do game pucks of the game. We're going to do the player of the, the player of the game. The bold penguin of the game is also coming up in this segment. We're doing our look ahead. And we're also going to take a look back at some of Evgeny Malkin's best, uh, best moments on the ice in a penguin's uniform. Or rather, let's take a look more... For this portion of the program, let's take a look at the moments off the ice for Evgeny Malkin. I'm about to get them all set up here. Uh, the Penguins did do a did they did do a bold Penguin of the game. But if we don't get that out to you today for this one, we'll do it for the next game, which is coming up in our segment. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of you in the States who are celebrating. We will be celebrate. We will be actually 
recapping the Lions and the Bills game as it is actually on at the time. At this time. It is in progress at this time. And coming up for this game, or saying coming up for this slate later, is the Green Bay. Uh, yes, it's the G-Man and the Dallas Cowboys. And then the Vikings are taking on the New England Patriots later tonight. As of the recording of this podcast, this is re this is recapping everything that happened yesterday on Wednesday night, the eve of Thanksgiving in America. And we are getting you set up for the next matches for the Penguins and the Calgary Flames. But let's give you a look at a few things I think you'll enjoy. So first up, we are going to look at Malkin's funniest moments through 1,000 games coming pretty much off the ice. So here we go. Barring any ad, hopefully looks like they're, oh, maybe not. Let's see what we get. There we go. Here we go. This is Malkin's funniest moments through 1,000 games. I've seen it. I've um, this question? No. <laughs> what do you like about Max Stamper's game? Why is it helping your game? Yeah, a little bit bad hands. But... <laughs> <laughs> he, he have a lot of scoring chance, not score. <laughs> There you go. Ending it off with the credit with the traditional bingo. <laughs> well, bingo was his name, Ogino, and that's your night. And that's for your night. Alright. Those are the funniest moments off the ice, and I guess on the ice, if you will, from Malkin for a thousand games. 
congratulations once again to Evgeny Malkin on a thousand games, ending it off with bingo. And wow, what a way to bring us through. We're not closing this segment just yet, but this is our third and final segment. Uh, we're not closing it up just yet, though. Uh, we do have to get the look around, but before we do that, we've got to do the player of the game. And we also are going to do game pucks of the game. We are going to do... So we're doing player of the game and game pucks of the game. And that will lead us into our look around, our look ahead. For the Calgary Flames, it's going to be Dan Valdere. Daniel Valdere. One goal, one goal given up, 38 saves on 39 shots, 9, 974 save percentage. Played 64 minutes in the game. He is the player of the game for the Calgary Flames. And he also, I'm also going to give. Dylan Dubé, for the same thing I mentioned earlier in the show, the same stats I mentioned earlier in the show. The game puck for the Calgary Flames. All right. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, the player of the game is Jan Ruda. One goal in the game for Jan Ruda, and he did not have any assists. No plus minus here. Three shots on goal. Yes, three shots on goal. Same as. Uh, oh, sorry. No, two shots on goal for Ruda. No penalty minutes. One hit. No block. Sorry, one hit, one block. On the ice for 16 minutes and 33 seconds. No giveaway, no giveaways, but one takeaway for Jan Ruda. And the game puck of the game is going to number 71, Evgeny Malkin. For the same stuff that I mentioned earlier, especially in the three stars that I mentioned, uh, the same stats that I mentioned, just a quick go over there. Uh, zero goals, zero assists, zero plus minus. Three, three shots on goal for Gino. Two penalty minutes for Gino. Two hits, no blocks. 22 minutes and one second on the ice. Three giveaways and one takeaway. And of course, he had the game winning goal in. He had the game winning goal. In the game, in the shootout. Uh, Scratch for this game was Connor McKay. 
and Brett Ritchie for the Calgary Flames. And the Penguins did not dress. Chad Ruedel and Cas and Casperi Kapanen. All right, everybody. Game pucks, player of the game. Game pucks of the game, player of the game are done. So you know what time it is. It's time for us to wrap up the show here with our look ahead. And for the Calgary Flames and the Pittsburgh Penguins, they both play on Friday. The Calgary Flames will play in Washington at 2 p.m. against the Capitals tomorrow as of the recording of this podcast, as we're recording after the day the Penguins played the Flames. They are in action at 2 p.m. You can see it on Sportsnet. 2 p.m., Washington and the Capitals. The Flames will then play the Carolina Hurricanes on their road at 4 p.m. on Saturday. And then as we near the start of December, they play the Flames on November 29th. Or sorry, the Flames will play the Panthers on November 29th at 9 p.m. And 9 p.m. against the Canadians on December the 1st. They will also play the Washington Capitals on December 3rd at 10 p.m. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, it's a back-to-back starting tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Philadelphia. And it's the first Battle of Pennsylvania in or of the season. The first of many meetings between the Flyers and the Penguins. And then, Saturday... The Penguins play the Maple Leafs at 7 p.m. in Pittsburgh. Then the Hurricanes are in town on November 29th. And then the Golden Knights and the St. Louis Blues are in town in Pittsburgh. December 1st at 7 and December 3rd at 7 p.m. All right, folks, that's going to do it today here on the podcast for Hockey. Coming up after our show comes out, after our show gets out of here. In a quick, in a quick moment, we are coming to you live with the Raptors and the Nets recap. It's the Nets. It's the Raptors. We're recapping the game next when we continue right after these, right after this game, right after we get out of here on the podcast. But that's going to do it today here for the Penguins and the Flames podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did making it. A lot to look forward to, including game balls for the Raptors and the Nets. It's coming up. Speaking of, we got some. We don't have action for the NHL tonight, and we don't have action for the NHL 
tom or for the NBA today either, but we do have action coming up on Friday. And speaking of action, let's get we will get to on the other side after we wrap up here. On the other side, we are gonna talk Raptors next. Yes, Raptors next. Tomorrow, we are talking Argos and Blue Bombers, and we have more and more coming. But speaking of today's podcast, we have just since we are just since dropping our special post-game edition. Uh, sorry, pre-game edition of the Bills and Lions, which is currently in progress. And currently, as we speak, and we're wrapping up this show, the Raptors, sorry, not the Raptors, the Bills and the Lions are now tied at seven apiece as we speak. I am actually tuning into the ball game here as we are recording this podcast. Not something you would expect uh, a podcaster like myself to do. But I'm doing it. After the first quarter of this football game, it's the uh, Bills who tied the game with, who have tied the game at seven. But the Detroit Lions get on the board quickly. Alrighty, with that all being said, it is time to wrap it up here. So I am your host, Scott McGregor. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, taking us out. With it being the holiday season, let me be the first to wish you all a happy holidays. And I'll be doing this every episode now prior to our hiatus, which is going to kick in about December 16th or probably December 20th, December 20th more likely. Speaking of which, we are going to be taken out today by another Christmas song so today's song of choice barring as ladies and gentlemen give it up for rocking around the Christmas tree we are reminding you that it is not goodbye, it is until next time.
as we always like to remind you, please do not rush through episodes as they become available. Thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays to all of you. Happy Thanksgiving to those in America. Take us out, rocking around. Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast. Send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor-sports and follow Scott at scottmcgregor3 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. <laughs>